Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. If you're new, subscribe to our channel, drop this video a like and get involved in the comment section down below on your thoughts ahead of Aston Villa v Crystal Palace. Before we get into that, just going to do a bit of self-plugging. We did a fantastic episode with Neil Cutler. Um, if any of you haven't watched it, it is class, man. I mean, the insight that he gives day-to-day, a working week as a goalkeeping coach is fantastic. Um, the stories he tells about Martinez and everything to do with Villa, promotion, being in the Premier League, that is the episode for you. So if you've not watched it, we had Neil Cutler on talking about Emmy Martinez lifting the World Cup, about his personality, his traits, his targets he used to set himself. So it's definitely something for you to have a look at and have a watch and, and get a bit of joy out of it. I have also got someone else to plug. Um, if any of you haven't followed me on Twitter, I am now doing a second YouTube channel um, where I'm going to be talking about football in general. I'm going to be talking about different sports such as F1. Um, so F1... Um, Football on a broader scale, you know, the top six, the relegation battles, um, everything like that. We'll be talking about that on this channel as well. We're doing F1 watch-alongs. We'll be doing boxing watch-alongs. We'll be doing everything on this channel. So Cricket watch-alongs. Cricket, <laughs> snooker, tiddlywigs, you name it. Oh, tiddlywigs. <laughs> so if you do want to go and out, just support me on this channel as well. Go and hit subscribe. Uh, you know, I really appreciate it. So, yeah, cheers if you could help support me on that little thing that I'm doing as well. So, Villa, back in action, Villa Park, Crystal Palace, off the back of a nice win against Everton away. We've got a curious case of home form to improve on. So, Ryan... Home form, what do we have to do? What are you looking for? What's the answer? What are you doing, I am searching for? It is a strange one, isn't it? It's normally the other way around, isn't it? It's always the home form's been banging in the Premier League for us. And the away form's been the one that we've always needed the improvement. But at the minute, it, it feels more like a mentality issue more than an ability issue, I think. I think away, I've seen us soak up pressure. I've seen us nullify away crowds. I've seen us take chances and score goals. You know, the, the games we've won away under Emery, Brighton, Spurs, Southampton, Everton, we've conceded one goal. And that was like a poor mistake from Louise. We got... We got Possession pinched by one of the best pressing teams in the league in the opening minutes when we weren't quite switched on. But apart from that, obviously we lost to Man City and conceded the three goals. But the, the wins, we've been very solid, which which tells me, look, away from home, we've we've got an elite concentration. You know, you know, we've we've got concentration on on the game plan. We've got bravery. You know, there's a couple of times in the Everton game where we sort of lost our way, but we recovered and and at home we haven't really seen that. I think like once we do lose our way at home, it, it, it feels like it's gone. It's gone, isn't it? And we're playing on instinct rather than 
the game plan. Um, you know, you look at the home games, United was not the new manager bounce, that was explosive, wasn't it? That was but you look at the Liverpool game, it was you know, we lacked control there. The Wolves game, there was no control there. Leeds we were open, Leicester we was open, Arsenal we was open, we'd lost our way. So yeah, I do feel like it's a mentality for the players. We, we we know what Villa Park's like. It's up and down. You know, some some games it's absolutely buzzing. Some days you get the the groans and the moans when we are trying to build. So maybe as a as a fan base, maybe we've got to be a bit more patient when we are playing out from the back when we're controlling the game and trying to build. Um, you know, us being calm and trusting the process, but. You know, we only get to go down there 19 games of the season and, and a lot of the time we're pumped up and we're up for it and, and we create the atmosphere. So it's up to the players t- to manage that atmosphere, I think. And, um, you know, it's a game of opinions and everyone's got their own opinions of how it should be played at Villa Park. You know, some people are, are quite patient and, and will, will trust the process. Other people want to see getting there, attacking and stuff like that. So it is down to the players' mentality to, to manage this at home now and... and Emery's desperate. He's desperate for a performance, isn't he? So, hopefully, hopefully it's coming Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I look at this Premier League table and we've had a tragic start. And I was speaking to Josh from The View from the Stands the, the other day. And basically, we were, we were saying, you know, what do we want, like, next season? Like, you know, what's, what is the expectation? And for me, I just want a solid consistent, good season. And I looked back at the season before last um, when Dino got the sack and, you know, we started that one terrible. Gerard came in. This season we started terrible. Unai came in. So the start to these seasons that we've had in the last two seasons are forming where we sort of are as a club at the minute. And if you look at this, I mean... You know, again, we've had a new manager come in. We've been, we've had losing runs. We've been poor, but we currently sit eleventh place on thirty-one points. We're only four points behind Brighton in eighth, six behind what Chelsea or whatever, or Liverpool. Sorry, five behind Liverpool. And it's like, if only we had a bit of consistency, we'd be there. I mean, you look at the home form, home form, we are 13th on 17 points. So that needs to improve. You know, the home form does need to improve. We want to be a bit higher. But like you say about the away form, the away form this season, that's not bad, really. I mean, it could be better, but it ain't that bad, is it, Justin? No, I think that's uh, it's decent, to be fair. I mean, if you're in and around top seven away form, you would think by default your home form would be good because if you're a good away team in the Premier League you think your home form would be good but yeah it's an anomaly isn't it this home form this season um, I do wonder under Emery whether we are a little bit hamstrung by the way team set up against us um, and I think his way of playing suits playing away I think that's basically what that's how that's maybe oversimplifying it but he likes to play out from the back and and away from home teams press you more, don't they? Because it's up to them to to sort of be the, on the front foot. Whereas at home teams tend to sit off you, don't they? They sit a bit deeper, um, and we found that a little bit difficult to open teams up. Um, so I do wonder whether he he will look at that. We know he looks at everything multiple times. 
So interesting to see how he how he affects the game at home, knowing that he's got this little bit of a problem with with you know not being as good at home as we are away. Um, we've got a couple of home games coming up in the next three, which I think are winnable games: Palace and Bournemouth. Um, and he'll want to pick six points up from them. I would imagine, you know, away form's decent. We've we've got some really good away wins, you know, since he's been there. So if he can if he can address the home form, and we've got, you know, a decent running at home, I think fixture wise, um, then it should really lead to a really good end to the season. And it's something he'll want to sort out because going into next season, you know, your home form is your bedrock, really, of where you're going to be, in, you know, for a whole season. So you really want to be the old fortress at home, isn't it? So hopefully we can we can start picking up a few home wins. Yeah, O'Neill had the sort of the same problem, though, didn't he? O'Neill under O'Neill was set up for counter-attacking football. Ashley Young, Gabby Abbon, the Hall, and we were we were awesome away. I think we win like seven on the trot the one season, but then. We couldn't replicate it at home because the onus was on us to go and break teams down and that wasn't our style. So I do feel that you've got to get that balance between your away side and your home side now, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. So it's there. You know, he's made a, he's made a massive thing about this home form, hasn't he? You know, he spoke about it straight after the Everton game saying, I'm going, to, I'm going home and I'm going to sort this home form out. So... You know, He's annoyed, isn't he? Yeah, so, you know. I, I, I always thought he meant the result. And I'm thinking, yeah, we beat Leeds, we beat United. But it's not the result, is it? It's the overall performance. That's what he keeps going on about. Because he keeps going, I want to give the fans a performance, a performance. I'm thinking, yeah, we just beat United 3-1, man. Chill, man. But you know, it's the all-round package. He wants to reach a standard, doesn't he? He wants all of our performances to be a standard. You know, we want we want to be there all the time. Now, sometimes that standard will be comfortable enough to beat lower teams. It might just be good enough to beat the mid-table teams, and and then we've got to have a bit of look to beat the top teams. So that's that sort of like Luke's always going to rate seven out of ten individual players. What we want to see is the whole team being seven out of ten at minimum minimum level. Everybody's seven out of ten. You know, and then as we progress over the next few seasons, we need to be eight out of ten and nine out of ten to, to start competing in the top four. So he's he's deeply frustrated. You can see that, and and I've no doubt he'll he'll do everything he can to try and turn this home form around. Yeah, and we've got a team that are coming up now in tragic form. I mean, I wouldn't say tragic actually. Well, <laughs> bad form, bad form. They can't buy a win, can they? I mean, we've been 11-4 all season. It feels like they've been 12 all season as well. Crystal Palace coming to Villa Park and um yeah, that they're, they're, they're okay. They're okay. Um they're 12th, we're 11th. They've drawn nine games this season. We've won nine. Um Average goals per, per match, they're at less than one. Um, goals conceded per match, 1.2 for Palace. Head-to-head, another decent head-to-head record. We've got Villa with seven wins. Um, Palace with eight. Their away record at Villa Park is not great either. They've only won one away in the Premier League era. Um, recent form, bit up and down. We've got... We lost 3-1, 1-1, 1-2-1, 1-3-2, one 1-3-0. So, <clears throat> the record's all over the show, recent form. Um, that is their recent form on the right. It does go down 
you know, they can't buy a win really, so they haven't won in a while. Um, but they had a good dogged performance at home against Liverpool. Yeah, they've, got, they've, they've had some tough fixtures there, though, haven't they? Yeah. Looking at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the style of play graphics not great. Same as, same as Revit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a bit <laughs> misery. Is, is that a style, style at all? It's a smudge. <laughs> Ballys fans, I'm not butchering you. It's a, it's a legitimate thing. Uh, someone forgot to fill that in. Uh. <laughs> I haven't created that stat. Uh. <laughs> that is literally awful, isn't it? Uh, right. This is how they've set up. Um, their strikers haven't scored a goal since October. Um, Zaha looks like he might be back, might make the bench. Um, so that's their lineup for their last game against Liverpool. And this was their average positions from the game as well. So, you know, 4 2 3 1. Oh, uh, Lee Say is playing really well as well. SA has dropped to the bench. But as we spoke about Palace um, in the past, this season, last season, their biggest threat is Anderson. And that sounds mad being a centre back. But I think Watkins has got. A big job in this game, and it's to cut the passing lines in between Anderson. Stop Anderson getting on the ball as a ball-playing centre-back. He, he's a really good ball-playing centre-back. And, and on this graphic, as you can see, from Guaita into Anderson, everything goes through Anderson to Klein, Decore, Elise, uh, Ayu. So... You know, they do attack down the right-hand side. So, we've got to watch on our left-hand side that that's the area that they're going to predominantly attack down. Um, so, I think that's something to keep an eye on. Um, again, that's Anderson's sort of stats. Uh, Palace's danger creation coming from the right-hand side, you know, heavily down this hand side here through there as well, um, where they've conceded goals. Bit of a mixture all over the pitch as well. Shot map from this season as well. And that's just Elise and Zaha stats. So, what we say, Justin? How are you feeling? Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Look at all them, to be honest. They, they are what I would class as a, a solid Premier League team. They've got a decent back line. They don't concede tons of goals. They've got a decent couple of holding players. And then where they try and be to, to be sort of good is, is in those sort of attacking areas, isn't they? Where they've got three players in behind the forward. They are struggling for a, a forward that can score goals for them. But it's it's really it's really it's those three players in behind that are either hit or miss for them, isn't it? They're the ones that decide whether they're going to be good, you know, whichever game or whichever week they're playing. That graphic man. Still yeah, so, I, I just can't I, I'm literally <laughs> shocked about that. I've never seen once a week in all my life. Um tragic yeah. You ain't seen ours yet to be fair. <laughs> yeah, don't put ours up for God's sake. You talk, I need to find out yeah, just in case. Find out. Let's hope it's not as bad after it's just absolutely slaughtering palaces. Um yeah Elise I you Schlup um Ateta <laughs> Uh, obviously, Zaha, uh, he's uh, you know, these are they're all good players, aren't they? And on their day, that they're match winners, any one of them is a match winner. Yeah, they're just for whatever reason they can't. Um, consistency, isn't it? What do, we, what do we go on about with us all of the time? I would imagine Palace 
podcasts and fans sit every single week in the pub and after the game, before the game, if only all these players were consistent, if only they could do it week in, week out. You know, if we get them on the wrong day and and and, and Zaha and Elise and Eze and, and these players turn up and have a blind day, then they beat you, don't they? But they just don't do it regularly enough. So, based on the law of averages and how they play and, and their, their, their season up to now, and their away form, it all points to, to, you know, a really, really good opportunity for us to take three points at home. We've got to play well, we've got to be good, uh, and we've got to make sure we, we... I think we've got to be really, really positive. That's what I want to see Saturday. I want to see go at them from the first whistle. I want to see our players that are in form all play. You know, I know we'll do a, a, a predicted lineup, but, you know, I want to see Bredeer back in. I want to see, you know... McGinn's playing well, Watkins is on fire. Let's use these players that are playing well and really go for them. And, and, and once we get a goal, go for the second, go for the third and put this home form to bed on Saturday and then, you know, enjoy the rest of the season. This is our, that's our style of play. So pretty mixed, pretty, pretty solid. Yes. All round, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about Palace today. I, I haven't really, really watched a lot of them. I must have, I haven't really been inspired to watch them either. I thought last season they did very well. They was exciting last season. You know, Colin Gallagher, um, Eze. I yeah, I think they have. But mm. I, thought, I thought to myself, have they struggled this season? And I thought, nah, they probably overachieved last season. And, and this is, I think, naturally, like this 12th position, is sort of where they are at. Um, because last season, I, I did think they overachieved. I think on the preview show last season, I predicted them to go down because, like, Hodgson has left, who has who'd steadied the ship so well, you know, kept them in the Premier League, but they had an ageing squad, they had their Bentekis, they had their Townsends. And I thought, you know, you, you, you're bringing Eze in, you're bringing Elise in from the Premier League, how's it going to work? Vieira was coming in as well, you know. Um, but they've done really well, and 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 they have continued it on this season. Like I'm, I'm sure they wish they were higher up, um, but I think this season, 12th where they're at, they're not. Re- they're keeping ahead above the relegation battle that's going on between them. They're doing enough to keep out of them. So I know that they're, they're on an eight-game like winless streak, and they're coming to Villa Park, but they're, they're also hard to beat. They've got a lot of draws. They've only lost nine. Games all season. Yeah, they haven't. They Their really, away yeah. forms fourteenth. Yeah. So yeah, you know, where where they where they're at really, aren't they? And their home forms. Yeah. And no one's like really turned them over. I think Spurs done them four nil. But apart from that, they've pretty much been in every game. You've mentioned Anderson and and the other centre half. They've got a good pairing midfield. You know, they're battlers. And then like Justin said, they've got pace and trickery. On the ring, on the wings, um, Zaha's always a handful. So you know that they, they lack a striker. Um, yeah, you know, top goal scorer Zaha. He was in, he was in a purple patch at the start of the season, wasn't he? Um, he's got six. Eze yeah. four. Who's dropped out the side? Edward three. Elise, um, Mateta. Ayu, what's Ayu got one? One. Yeah, it's poor, isn't it? Yeah. So, they just seem to have run out of steam, don't they? Looking at their their results all season, started well, um, had a bit of a sort of up and down period, then started picking wins up again. And then really after what after the well, this year basically, isn't it? Looking at this year, first 
they have they not won a game this year? Well, look at that. First, the fourth, yeah, yeah, winners game this year. Yeah. So, so including the FA Cup, that's nine games without a win because they lost to Southampton, didn't they? In the FA Cup. So, so since the turn of the year, they've just been in, in not like you say, not not quite free fall because they've managed to stay in a few games. They they're obviously difficult. They're difficult to beat. Although that sounds daft, saying that they're they're winning nine, but like you say, they've drawn a lot of them. They've lost four. And, the, yeah, the last four and drew five out of those nine, and they have had a few tough fixtures. But uh, you know, I think they're there for the taking on Saturday. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, we do own one after last season, rocking up yeah. at Villa Park on our fortieth European celebration day, and and claiming a draw. You know, we should have, <laughs> we should have smashed them that day. Put a dampener on my day that I did at the end of it after what was such a. Fantastic build-up. So, um, yeah, let's get a bit of redemption on um, on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we do a big performance. We'll go into more detail on the predicted lineup on on how we beat and etc. So, if we are having a look at Villa's next four games, we've got Palace, West Ham away, Bournemouth at home, Chelsea away. That looks like an easy three-pointers. So... What, what what are we saying, Justin, out of those four? There's a big opportunity here, I think, if you're looking at these fixtures. Because, you know, you get some fans that are, like, looking at the Arsenal and the Man Cities and you're completely right, though, Doc. So, what are we saying about these four? Or <laughs> you'll get a fan like Justin who's going to say 12 <laughs> points. <laughs> well, we've been having this uh, we've been having this debate today on the group chat, haven't we? Um We've all done our little predicted end of the season run-ins. And um, I have... We're Champions League, baby. Surprise, surprise. Although I've been playing down getting into Europe <laughs> for the last month or so, um, I've, I have predicted us to have a really good end of the season. I just feel like we're going to have a good end of the season. And I think the next three games, especially, after coming off the back of that, that Everton win, which hopefully will reignite us again and give us that little bit of belief going into a run of games which, you know, aren't Arsenal or Man City. Um, I do think we can have a, bit of a good run. And I think it's, looking at the next three, you've got Palace, West Ham, Bournemouth, all teams, you know, Palace in and around us, but we're at home. And then West Ham, Bournemouth are, are down the bottom, battling it out. Um, we play West Ham at a good time as well, I think, in the middle of their two games in the Europa League. Uh, Chelsea are absolutely awful. Um this season, we owe Leicester one. So that there's real opportunities over the next three or four games. And if we can get three really positive results in the next three, which I think we're more than capable of doing, especially with our away form being so good, and there's a good ample opportunity there with Palace and Bournemouth at home to turn our home form round, then I think we could have a really good end to the season. There's no reason why not, honestly. I, 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 we've got to be positive. We're not going down. Europe is... <clears throat> Is it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll know in the month's time whether Europe's even uh, going to be in a conversation or not. If we get as positive results as I think we're capable of over the next three weeks or four weeks, then it could be on the cards. We would have to, I think, end the season on with an absolute flyer. But, you know, who knows? But, yeah, I'm confident the next three games have, have come at a good time for us coming off the back of that Everton win. I think we've got to just... Although we lost those three games in a row... I'm sure we're still in around sixth since Henry came in, um, points tally-wise. So, you know, the, although... How many games not, has he been in charge now? Um, 
I'm not sure, you know. What was his first game? United. First one was United at home, wasn't it? Weren't it? Yeah, we had two before the World Cup and then whatever was he fired. Uh, league, league games he's had. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven league games so far. So if you look at the league table. He's only lost four. So if you look at the last ten, form wise, last ten games, we are tenth. Um, so, including the Man United game, which would have been the 11th, uh, 19 points from 11 games, which is, you know, almost two points a game, isn't yeah. it? Not far yeah. off. Well, two two points a game and you'll be bang up there, won't you? So, form, what? form would suggest, even coming off the back of three losses, that, that you know, we, we, we could make a bit of a push. It all depends on what everybody does above us, obviously. Um, I'd see Newcastle dropping like I, th- I did predict that, you know, they don't think they'll finish in the top four. Brighton, Brentford, the Fulham, I think, you know, are they going to finish the season as high as, the, as well as they've started it? I don't think so. The two real weird ones are Liverpool and Chelsea, aren't they? Or are seventh and tenth? More than capable of putting runs together, but they just don't, you know, Chelsea especially don't show any signs whatsoever of coming to life, yeah. do they? So, um, it, it'd be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. We've got nothing to lose, have we? We've got everything to go play for. We've got players that are playing well, you know, let's just enjoy the end of the season. Game, game at a time, game at a time, yeah. enjoy them, enjoy the build ups, enjoy the games. And uh, see enjoy where we end up. Yeah. Enjoy the podcasts. Enjoy the podcast, yeah. Get subscribing, <laughs> get liking, get commenting, get watching that Neil Cutler episode. Yeah, definitely. Right. So I think we'll, we'll do our score predictions then. I think you know what's coming. Home form, massively going to improve. We're going to beat Palace 3 1. Ryan. I'm also going for a big, big performance, but I think it will just be a one nilla. But I think the performance is going to be yeah. very, very good. Watkins to back again, you know, six oh, yeah. out of six, yes. I think. So the record, the record is eight, isn't it? Is the record eight? No, Vardy was, got eleven. Jamie Vardy got, yeah, I think Vardy no, got. Think the Villa record, isn't that? No, the Villa one. Uh, no, there was one. I'm sure that was in the forties that did about twelve. 12, really? in, 12 and 11 or something like that. You can start, start singing, Jamie Vardy is coming for you. <laughs> yeah, Vardy's, I think, got the Premier League record, hasn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Was it Van Listeroy who took it off? He got it on that the season they won the league, didn't he? Yeah. Right, Justin, what are you going for? Vardy consecutive goals, hold on. Uh, 13 goals in 11 consecutive games, so he's got a bit to go. But I do also predict an Ollie Watkins continuation of his goal-scoring run. Uh, I'm going for a surprising 2-0. I'm not going to be too mad. I just think a nice, a nice, comfortable goal early, control the game, a, a bit similar to the Everton game. Second half, come out, play really well, get a second, shut up shop. Three points in the bag. Move on. Thank you very much. Love it. Right. If you've got this far, make sure you watch the Cutler episode. Subscribe to my second channel and enjoy the content. Oh, it's also it's also my son's fourth birthday on Saturday for the game. So guaranteed win. Guaranteed win there. When he was born, we uh, we went on that 10-game winning run. 
So that was a, <laughs> a great, story. great introduction to what? life as a Villa fan. That was. If we go on another ten-game winning run, I'm yeah, booking away. Up the Ralph, mate. Up the Ralph. Up the Ralph. Happy birthday, Ralph. <laughs> so, happy birthday. Up the Villa. Speak to you soon.